Welcome to Secrets to Victorious Living podcast. This is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. I'm Lucia Claiborne. Thank you for joining me today as we discover God's secrets to help you overcome life's challenges. This will help you become victorious in every area of your life. Today's your day to start walking in and experiencing a greater level of victory. As we start the new year, We have great expectations that this year will be the year we begin new routines that will change our lives. Have you ever started out strong at the first of the year, determined to meet your goal, only to lose focus and stop in a few weeks or months? And then you feel like a failure and try to justify why you are where you are. If we'll be honest with ourselves, we've all been there. But the good news is, we can change. This year can be different. We can accomplish our goals this year. I would like to remind you of Stephen R. Covey's quote that I shared with you last week. Sow a thought, reap an action. Sow an action, reap a habit. Sow a habit, reap a character. Sow a character, reap a destiny. With that quote in mind, we're continuing with our topic of habits so we can begin our journey to reap a destiny. I heard a statistic that said there are over 1,000 habits that we could focus on to change our life and make us better. If you want to make lasting changes, you only need to focus on one or two habits at a time until you conquer them and then move on to the next habit. So today, I'm going to give you several habits to choose from to add to your daily routine so that this year will be the best year you've ever had. Let's start with the habit of having a good attitude. The dictionary says attitude is a settled way of thinking or feeling about someone or something, typically one that is reflected in a person's behavior. Your attitude determines how far you'll go in life. Jack Canfield is an entrepreneur and best-selling author of Chicken Soup for the Soul and the Success Principles. He says, successful people don't just drift up to the top. Getting there requires focused action, personal discipline, and lots of energy every day to make things happen. And he's right. Our attitude is reflected in our behavior, and it reveals whether or not we have focused action and self-discipline to reach our goals. The best way that I've found to improve my attitude is to first, read and meditate the Word of God, and second, surround myself with people of good moral character who have a vision and plan for their lives. These two things help me stay focused, sharp, and keep moving me forward towards my goals. Psalms 1-3 tells us what to do and not to do to be successful in life. It says, Oh, the joys of those who do not follow the advice of the wicked, or stand around with sinners, or join in with mockers, but they delight in the law of the Lord, meditating on it day and night. They are like trees planted along the riverbank, bearing fruit each season. Their leaves never wither, and they prosper in all they do. We can find wisdom from God's Word to help us develop our habits. Let's look at Psalms 90 verse 12. It says, So teach us to number our days, that we may present to you a heart of wisdom. If we're going to number our days, then we need to set our priorities and determine the most important things for us to do on a daily basis. Then we need to create a routine. 
The way we start our day will greatly determine how our day will unfold. So a good habit to develop is to start our day with a morning routine. If you don't have a morning routine, here's a few options that you can consider. You may want to listen to a podcast as you go for a walk or run first thing in the morning or while you're getting ready for work. Or maybe you like to read your Bible and pick a verse to meditate on that day to bring peace and focus to your mind. Or you may enjoy a healthy breakfast to start your day. Whatever routine makes you feel supercharged in the morning, this is what you want to kickstart your day with. When you begin your day with a meaningful morning routine, it helps you start your day on a positive, proactive note. And having a structured start to your day instead of rushing around to make up for lost time helps eliminate that stress and mental fatigue, which helps you have a more productive day. The next habit to create is to follow the 80-20 rule. The Bible verse I like to reference for this habit is the first part of Ecclesiastes 9.10. It says, Whatever your hand finds to do, do it with all your might. The 80-20 rule means that in most of our situations, 20% of the tasks we do yield 80% of the results that we want. Or to look at that a little differently, 80% of the things that we do only produce 20% of the results that we want to see. So if you want to create a habit of being more productive this year, maximize your productivity by cutting out 80% of the projects that are unimportant or don't contribute to your goals. By investing most of your time and energy on the 20% of the specific tasks that create the biggest impact, you'll be more productive. The next habit to create is to read every day. A key to being successful is to continue growing mentally by educating yourself. The Bible tells us in Proverbs 18.15 that intelligent people are always ready to learn. Their ears are open for knowledge. You've probably heard the saying that leaders are readers. And reading is a great habit to develop and one of the best ways to gain knowledge and stir up your creativity. I've discovered that immersion reading, which is reading an ebook and listening to its companion audiobook at the same time, improves my comprehension and overall retention of what I'm reading. I used to think I had to sit down and read a whole book at one time, so I didn't read very often. Then I discovered that I could read 15 minutes in the morning or while I was eating lunch or before I went to bed and I could get the same results as reading for hours at a time. It's always a good habit to read something positive before you go to bed because it'll help you sleep better and your subconscious will bring to your remembrance the last thing that you put into your mind before you go to sleep. The next habit is to learn to single task instead of multitasking. Ecclesiastes 7.8 says, Finishing is better than starting. Patience is better than pride. I've read that only 2% of the people in the world can actually multitask successfully. I used to think I was one of those people, but I've learned for me to be the most productive. I need to discipline myself to focus on only one task at a time. I've discovered that juggling between multiple tasks limits my focus and contributes to much mental clutter in my brain. Then I read that Stanford University did a study and discovered that heavy multitasking actually lowers our efficiency and it may impair our mind from overriding our impulses 
that help us make decisions based on our goals rather than on our habits or reactions. This is why you should build that habit of single tasking as much as possible. I found that when I make my to-do list of things that I need to accomplish in a day and start with what's the most important to me, then make my way down the list, completing one task at a time, I actually have a sense of accomplishment when I've completed several tasks that day rather than working on two or three things at a time without completing any of them. Here's another great habit to develop that will change your life. Cultivate an attitude of gratitude. Psalms 136.26 in the Amplified Bible says, Give thanks to the God of heaven for His loving kindness, graciousness, mercy, compassion. Endure forever. When you focus on how good God is to you and everything that He's blessed you with, or when you think about the things you don't have in your life and begin to thank Him, that thankfulness actually turns into rejoicing and joyfulness. Have you ever heard the saying, We can complain about rose bushes having thorns or rejoice because thorns have roses. It's easy to get caught up in the daily activities of life and forget how blessed and fortunate we really are. However, creating a habit of practicing gratitude is a great way to create being positive, reduce stress in your life, and even improve your physical health. Here's a few things that you can do to start developing the habit of being grateful. You can be kind to your waiter or waitress by simply saying thank you when they serve you. You can start a gratitude journal and write down the things you're thankful for. You can volunteer at a homeless shelter or hospital. You can take time to appreciate your family and tell them how much you love them. You can remind yourself of at least one thing you're grateful for every day before you go to bed. Or when you wake up, thank God for all the things that He's done for you. The more you appreciate the little joys of life, the happier you'll be. As I said earlier, a great habit to create is to surround yourself with positive people. Jim Rohn says, You are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. The Bible tells us in 1 Corinthians 5.33, Don't be misled. Bad company corrupts good behavior. This is why you should choose your friends carefully and consider who you're spending your time with. As you go into this year, ask God to show you the relationships that bring you down instead of lifting you up, and then pray for a release from those people. You want to surround yourself and do life with people who know how to nurture you, build you up, encourage you, and celebrate your victories. Another good habit to master is to make time for exercise. The Bible tells us in 1 Corinthians 9.25, Every athlete exercises discipline in every way. They do it to win a perishable crown, but we an imperishable one. You know, self-discipline is critical for success in both your spiritual life and in your physical fitness program. It's good to keep a fitness journal to chart your progress as you log those exercise goals and accomplishments. When you make exercise a part of your daily routine, it's a great way to build endurance, get energized, improve your blood circulation, boost your metabolism, and improve your ability to focus your mind on the day's tasks. The next habit I want to talk about is mastering the art of listening. A great Bible reference for this habit is James 1.19. It says, Let every person be quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to anger. This is a simple principle, but one that is nearly impossible to live on a daily basis. Too often, we are slow to hear and quick to speak. We all want to be heard. 
So learning to listen well doesn't just happen overnight. It requires us to be intentional with our discipline and our effort to die to ourselves and embrace others. The Word tells us in Philippians 2 verses 3 through 5 that good listening flows from a humble heart that counts others more significant than ourselves. It looks not only to its own interests, but also the interests of others, and goes hand in hand with the mindset of Christ. Effective communication is critical when it comes to cultivating relationships, and listening is vital to creating good communications. When you listen half-heartedly, just waiting for your opportunity to speak, the other person can sense this, and oftentimes they feel rejected and unimportant. To many people, love simply means listening to them. When you pay attention to what other people are saying, it not only makes them feel valued, but it helps you understand them better, and it helps you gain a new perspective. The more you listen, the more you'll learn. Here's another great habit to consider. Go on a social media detox. That's kind of scary for some people. They always have that phone in their hand. 1 Corinthians 6.12 says, You say, I am allowed to do anything, but not everything is good for you. And even though I'm allowed to do anything, I must not become a slave to anything. The average person has at least five social media accounts and spends at least two hours a day checking their social media. It's as though they're addicted to what everyone else is doing instead of living their own lives. Research shows us that the more time you spend on social media, the more likely you are to become depressed. Many times, what we see on social media are just the good pictures. We don't see the real life when the camera isn't running. Then, we compare ourselves and our life to everyone else's life, and usually, we sell ourselves short or think we're doing better than others as we compare our lives to theirs. We automatically set ourselves up for failure when we do this, because 2 Corinthians 10-12 tells us, not that we dare to classify or compare ourselves with some of those who are commending themselves, but when they measure themselves by one another and compare themselves with one another, they are without understanding. I would like to encourage you to not compare yourself with others this year by what you see on social media and make time on purpose to cut back your time on social media so that you can reduce stress and mental clutter. Switch off your phone and your laptop for a few hours every day so that you can improve your mood and reconnect your world with your family and those around you. And the last habit I want to talk about today is to invest time into taking care of yourself. 1 Corinthians six nineteen and 20 says, Or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God? You are not your own, for you were bought with a price. So glorify God in your body. It's okay to take time to unwind because it will do wonders for your mood, your mental health, your self-esteem, and those around you. You're worthy of having nice things and being treated well. I encourage you to do at least one thing every day to take care of God's temple, as it will make you feel so good in the process. It may be to stop what you're doing and have a cup of tea in the afternoon while you listen to your favorite music. You may want to take a bubble bath or get a makeover. How about a massage or a pedicure and manicure? You may want to treat yourself and go out to a nice meal. 
You know, these are just some of the habits that you can incorporate into your life this year to become a better you. So don't let those old habits hold you back another year. Replace them with habits that will make your life better. Developing new habits will require you to pull up your determination, your patience, and constant effort. But I want to tell you, you can do it. As you start building those new habits, you'll have a happier and more productive life. It may take you a few weeks or a few months to conquer these new habits, but it doesn't matter how long it takes to build new habits as long as you don't give up. And remember, it's the seemingly insignificant daily choices that will change your tomorrows into better todays. For resources to live the victorious life, visit luciaclaiborne.com. And remember, with God, all things are possible. He created you to live a victorious life, and He's not mad at you. He's mad about you. Be sure to listen in next week to learn how to take control of your life and overcome procrastination.